Welcome to Desks and Dusters, PBJ Cleaning Depot's very own podcast. We are going to have so much fun on this adventure together. We are going to talk to our reps. We are going to talk to my fellow employees. And we're going to see what's going on right here in our own community. what is going on welcome to the month of september and welcome to episode 48 of desks and dusters brought to you by pbj cleaning depot all right everybody we are going to start off with our land acknowledgement we here in north perth in listowel sit on land traditionally occupied by the anishinaabawaki mississauga mississauga of the credit first nation and odawa land we are officially into the month of September. Oh my goodness. How did this happen? How did July and August just go by in a blink of an eye? It is incredible. So we have got some amazing September sales that we're going to touch on a little bit, but I want to talk about a couple new things that we got in stock before we get uh, to our interview with our fabulous guests from Ronald McDonald House Charity Southwestern Ontario branch. We now offer rapid test kits for COVID-19. These are fabulous for in the workplace or at home, in schools, daycare centers, anywhere where there's high traffic. If someone is feeling under the weather, there are three different testing options. You can have two different nasal swabs or an oral throat swab as well. And with 15 minutes, you are going to get your test results. Now, if your test comes back positive and you are obviously out and not at home, you should return home, isolate, and schedule a laboratory COVID-19 nasal swab as well. So those kits are now available here at PBJ Cleaning Depot. And if you want more information or you'd like to place an order, you know how to contact us. 519-291-6513 or head down to 535 Maitland Ave South here in Listowel. Check out our website www.cleaning-depot.ca. All right everybody we are going to talk a little bit about PBJ Cares. PBJ Cares is something that we started because we felt in 2020 that charities and non-for-profit organizations and different fundraisers kind of got left in the dusk. And they just kind of got left back there with the pandemic and forgotten about. So we wanted to change that. We want to let everyone know about local events going on, how you can help community events, charities, fundraisers, non-for-profits. This month, we are looking to raise money for CNIB guide dogs. We are selling Little Caesars pizza kits. So if you want to get in on that, make sure you're following our social media, PBJ Cleaning People. We're all over the place. And you can place your order anytime throughout the month of September and help us support those incredible animals who become more than just a guide they become a companion and family member to those people that they support all right we are going to jump into our interview with taylor and jennifer from ronald mcdonald house charity southwestern ontario branch i volunteered at their 38th annual golf tournament a couple weeks ago so we're going to do a little recap of that see how it went and talk about their upcoming events that sound oh so much fun. So let's dive right in. All right, everybody, we are here on Desks and Dusters 
with the lovely ladies from Ronald McDonald House Charity Southwestern Ontario, Taylor and Jennifer. Ladies, welcome back to the podcast. Thanks so much. Taylor, what is your position again with Ronald McDonald House Charity Southwestern Ontario? Yeah, so I'm the Senior Community Engagement Specialist. Uh, So I work with our third party events and fundraisers out in the community. I help out with some of our marketing and social media too. And Jennifer, your role? Uh, My role is the Senior Signature Event Specialist. So I take care of, uh, I'm in the development department and take care of the signature events like the Golf Classic and our new Clays for Kids event. Um, also involved in, in helping out wherever is needed throughout the house. And we've got a great show your stripes campaign that is coming up. And, uh, we used to do the clay or, uh, pardon me, the curling event. So lots of fun stuff at, at the uh, house that we all get to kind of dabble in, which is fantastic. That's amazing. It sounds like you guys have incredible roles. We have the best job in the world, eh, Taylor? I was going to say it's, it's pretty epic. I mean, I don't want to step on anybody else's toes, but Uh, We get to be kind of out in the community and chat with people and hearing stories about their experiences at the house or somebody that they know who has used RMH services. So it's it's great to hear all the the good feedback about the work that RMHC does and also to hear some of those touching stories too. It's absolutely incredible what you and the entire team does down there and at every Ronald McDonald house in North America. And the reason we're chatting today, ladies, is because earlier uh, last month, we did the Ronald McDonald 38th annual golf tournament. That was insane. I just want to start off. Let's talk about the fact that for 38 years, you've had perfect weather. Jennifer, what happened that morning? Well, uh, Caitlin, you hit the nail on the head. 38, 37 beautiful sunny days. Uh, we hit a little bit of a monsoon on the 38th. So this mo- that morning, um, you know, I, I woke up at six o'clock or I was at the event site at six o'clock standing under the patio and we heard a crack of lightning or saw the crack of lightning and, you know, set your time to another 30 minutes to, to get that 30 minute clearance and then boom, another crack of lightning. So um, we watched that for a little bit and, um, tried to scramble around and figure out what we were going to do. We went from shotgun starts, or pardon me, not a shotgun, to tee, from tee-off times uh, on the first hole to tee-offs on the first and the 10th hole, and then they switch at the turn, and we continue to go that way. And then um, our lovely Taylor dealt with all of our volunteers, getting those folks reorganized as I was dealing with golfers. And and you know what? Um, a little bit of rain didn't put us put us too far back. We started at 11 as opposed to our 7, 7.30 start. But uh, yeah, the rain was, um, it was quite torrential there for a little while. I was a little worried. And then of course, after the rain, you have to worry about the golf course and the puddles and drainage and all that fun stuff. So it was an interesting start to our 38th, uh, one for the storybooks, but definitely turned out to be an incredible, incredible day as you, as you made a touch point there. Uh, our golfers were fantastic and we actually had every single golfer come out regardless of that little bit of rain we had in the morning. And you know what, for those who don't know, I was there that day. I was not golfing because I would have been asked to leave immediately. <laughs> I was volunteering and I was with two lo- lovely ladies, Heather and Kim, and we were selling raffle tickets on the ninth hole. I never saw a frown. I only saw smiles every time I asked, how's it going? The only complaints they had were about their own golf game. And I mean, that's typical. That's a typical answer. Oh, you know, 
didn't get the par I wanted and I missed for birdie on my putt and, and things like that. But it was so humble, like just so nice to see the generosity of everyone, how much everyone wanted to be there and to see the different groups and people that came out from the London area to support. Now, this was my first year. Is every year as amazing? Absolutely. Yeah, it definitely is. We have, we've been running this tournament for 38 years and it is, it's the cornerstone um, fundraiser that actually helped us build the original house. And so we have folks that uh, have been so incredibly loyal and have been coming out for 38 years. We have one gentleman, uh, Roy, who's been there at every single golf tournament and uh, he'll, he'll let you know, and he's such a sweetheart, but we, we definitely have built ourselves a bit of a legacy with that event and, and people keep coming back regardless and, and they are happy to be there. They, they love it. It is a great event that we put on and um, you know, it's, it's something that hopefully will continue for at least another 38 years. Um, if I, if I had my way, but it, it definitely, everybody is super, super happy at that tournament and we're very fortunate for that. Yeah, I was going to say every year we, we have the repeats, the, the gentlemen who have been golfing with us for 38 years, and then you have some who have been golfing for 10 years, um, others who it's their first time out golfing with us, they saw it online and said, hey, I want to buy a ticket, I want to golf in that, so it's cool to see the, the people that come back and the people that come out for the first time, and we get to kind of grow our family that way too. Yeah, Absolutely. That's incredible. And I met those people that have been there golfing for 38 years. Now, Jennifer, you kind of mentioned something that I learned while uh, chatting with Kim and Heather. The tournament now is 38 years old, but the house is only 37 years old. Well, our, our house, yes. So again, this was the cornerstone event. So this is the one that started the big fundraising for our house. So that 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 just shows the legacy of, of the event and our golfers and our, our sponsors and our commitment from, from people and, and the love and support that we get from our community. It really has pushed us into where we are today, which is fabulous. I think it speaks to the event too, you know, it's, it's been able to run for 38 years. So that's, uh, that says something about our, our sponsors, our donors, our golfers, Caitlin, our volunteers, just like you, thank you for coming out that day. You know, without the community support, we're not able to put on this event. So we're 38 years strong, and I'm sure for 39, 40, I don't want to go too much higher, but, you know, for years to come, it's going to be uh, that same caliber of event for sure. Yeah. And, and just to kind of talk on that, uh, that point, Taylor, we've been able to, uh, as COVID has hit everybody in the world, we've been able to adjust our fundraising for that event. So it used to be um, a shotgun start and we would all go out and we'd all finish around the same time and have a big, um, you know, a little reception at the, at the end of the event before we head on in for dinner and we, um, visit our meet our family that stayed at the house and that sort of thing uh, and then last year it, it was uh, brought to my attention that we needed to still do this event and we're going to try but what are we, what is it going to look like Jenny so we recreated the event and we ended up putting food on the holes and and we did tea time so that there wasn't uh, the big crowds that we were used to so it's it really has been uh, a fun 
couple of years, if I can say that during COVID, but a way to create uh, something new and exciting for our, our sponsors. And it's, it's, it's evolved. That event has evolved. So it, it will continue to, and, and to, to Taylor's point, how many more years it will continue. It, it, we may have to evolve it again. It's, it's just, we're so lucky that we have the opportunity to do that. But again, um, to touch on Taylor's point, the commitment and the, the support from our, our folks on every level within that, that, that event. We're very, very fortunate. And it's very true. There are some very amazing, generous donors within the London and Southwestern Ontario and all over Ontario that support Ronald McDonald House Charity Southwestern Ontario's branch and that come out to the golf tournament. The funnest part for me was that I was selling raffle tickets and we made a little game to find the highest donor of the day. And right. that's what we kept telling every time they came to the hole. I was like, gentlemen, ladies, how's the golf tournament going? All right, now pull your wallets out. We got to talk. <laughs> it's all for a great cause. And everyone was loving it. It was so much fun. Everyone wanted to know what was going on. The food on the holes was delicious. Now let's get down to some bragging rights. Let's get down to pumping some tires. I know what you guys made that day. So why don't you guys let our listeners know what kind of successes you had with donations, what kind of successes you had with the amount of money raised and where is that going to go to help benefit and keep the house going? Yeah, absolutely. Do you want to drum roll it in there, Taylor? (laughs) 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 We were just over $105,000 that we brought in uh, net to the house, which is incredible during, during this year. Um, We, that $105,000, that was sponsored dollars, those were registrations, um, it was auction donation, it was adopt-a-family program within, within the event. All that money goes right back to supporting our families at the house. So that goes for anything, and, and Taylor, you can add on where I'm missing, but everything from keeping the lights on to feeding the families to, to whatever needs to be done at that house paying our, our bills to, to continue to operate the way we do, but it all goes straight back into operations of the house. Yeah, I think it's a, to, to run a house of 35 rooms. Um, I mean, heck, I'm, I'm trying to afford a house with two bedrooms, let alone 35. So uh, <laughs> it takes quite a bit of capital to pay for the hot water, pay for the hydro, pay for just maintenance and upkeep, you know, um, which aren't necessarily the most uh, attractive qualities a donor might be looking for in, in giving their funds, but it's what makes the house truly a home. You know, without the support, we can't keep the lights on. We can't, you know, provide those hot showers. So it truly goes, it's, it's more than that. It, it, it's what makes our chapter what our chapter is. And that's incredible. Now, what is Adopt-A-Family? So that's a wonderful um, fundraiser that we have within our fundraiser. And so you you can adopt a family. So basically you can um, pay a certain level that um, helps cover a certain thing. So if you wanted to um, support a family that stays at the family room, for a night and the programs that that happen there, we equate it to about $77. So you adopt and you support 
a family at the family room. Um, to keep a family at our house, a family of four overnight, feed them, house them, it costs us on average $177. And so on and so forth, up to three, uh, you know, one week, three days, one month, whatever those costs are, we equate it to a number, and then you can adopt whatever level you'd like to adopt. And and um, one thing I just touched on, $177 for a family. We actually charge families $12 a night if they can pay. If they can't, we take care of that, but that's also part of their fundraising dollars, right? So it um, it really is a neat program where fam where people can, it's a 100% it's tax write-off because it is a donation directly to the house. And we're able to um, let them make, have people feel that they've done something to help a particular family. So again, if it's a, a night at the house, if, if I donate $177 at the event, I get a tax receipt, which is a bonus, but I also know that I'm taking care of a family for hundred for, for one night at the house. Mm -hmm. And you guys had insane auction items, like such good auction items that were donated from lo the local community and from different sponsors and things like that. And I must admit, I was sitting there on my phone, checking that I was the highest bidder all day. It was awesome. And then all of a sudden I leave and I'm driving home and I'm driving and I get notifications on my phone while I'm driving. I can't check my phone. Guess who lost out on her bids? Uh-oh. Well, that's like but it was so fun. And the adrenaline was going the whole time. Every time I went back and I'm like, I just really want this water waterproof Bluetooth speaker and the Bluetooth or the Blu-ray DVD player. And there were trips and there were sports packages and, and, and cooking stuff and, and clothes and golf, golf gear galore. And it was so cool to see all the auction items. And that was so much fun. So let's jump into our next event coming up, Clays for Kids. What is that? That is awesome. So this is our very first year, so our inaugural Clays for Kids, and it is a, uh, it's sporting clays. So if you've ever gone to a, a sportsman's uh, association or a club where you've been able to, to um, shoot the clays out of the trap house, uh, that's what it is. So you're gonna, you're gonna show up, uh, you're gonna register first of all, and uh, come to the event and you're gonna, you get your registration, your breakfast, uh, uh, mandatory safety talks, and then you're gonna have a, a licensed uh, person in charge of that trap field. And they're gonna take that squad out and you're gonna shoot your 25 clays and then head off, check out again, another auction. Um, so our silent auction that'll be there, as well as um, there's some pistol shooting and um, and you're going to have a delicious lunch and then come back and take another um, another 25 clays. And you're going to it's just a wonderful day outside against physically distance, which is what we need to do nowadays and uh, get out to support the house and have fun. And maybe for those of you that have never done anything like this, it's an opportunity to try something different and something new. Um, and it's, it's going to be a really great day out there. It's, that was uh, my next question was, yeah. uh, never shot clays before. Can someone who's never shot come and have some fun and try something new? Absolutely. And, and it's first safety, first and foremost. So each each one of our trap fields will have uh, folks from Crumlin, who uh, is it was, it's actually where we're going to do the event at the Crumlin Sportsman's Association here in London. And uh, you'll have 
you'll have your folks out there teaching you how to shoot, how to hold um, the firearm and what to look for, when to yell, pull. Uh, it's really, it's, it's quite fun. My, uh, my family loves going out and, and doing it. It's a very controlled environment. And um, again, just another opportunity to come out and support the house in a totally different, uh, unique way of doing it. Now, Taylor, correct me if I'm wrong, but this inaugural event is replacing the curling tournament that you used to hold indoors in the winter. Currently, right now, yes. Uh, due to COVID restrictions and things like that, we obviously can't host an indoor event the way we used to in the past. Um, so this year, we kind of brought in the opportunity to embrace a Clays for Kids event. So putting the pressure on Jenny here back to back two months in a row, first the golf classic, then a place for kids. So we're keeping her busy over there, but yeah, it's uh, this year anyways, it has, we used to run uh, a curling bond spiel uh, in January as kind of the, the kickoff for, for the calendar year for events for RMHC SWO. Um, but now we're kind of finishing out the year with a bang, uh, two back-to-back -back events. To, no uh, pun intended. <laughs> so where did the idea of doing clays for kids come from where where like did someone come up with this idea did somebody come to you guys for this event how did we land on shooting clays because uh, let's be honest I first thing was like oh it's an arts and crafts event where you get to play with clay and make you know little <laughs> figurines and it'll be a family day outside in the park and then I looked into it and I was like oh no there's guns never mind very different than what I thought so where did this idea come from how did it originate very very different so uh, I am a licensed owner and I I love the sport and it was part of bringing it to the team. They do have, there are many, uh, many Ronald McDonald House chapters that uh, do an event like this. So our friends out in um, Calgary, we, we talked in Alberta, we talked to them about their event and, and how they do it. So we did get a little bit of um, uh, information and, and help with regards to how to run such an event and, and spoke to our friends south of the border and asked them about their events and there are many many houses across um northern ontario northern sorry north north america pardon me that do run this event so it was it was a bit of the love of of, of the the sport and um introducing it to the house and saying listen these guys do it can we talk to them figure out how they do it and, and and away we go it's funny the actual the very first event was held by or, or started by a uh, mcdonald's owner operator in the south so um he the same thing love of firearms and uh the sport and he started the very first um clays event for for ronald mcdonald house so then it would just, it kind of grew that way. So that's where we are today to try it out and, and see how it goes here in, in uh, London, Ontario. And when is the date of this event? It is Saturday, September 18th. So just around the corner, we are, um, you know, if I'm looking at my, my project website here, we are 18 days away. So that's incredible. Time, there's still time to register. If you're interested, just uh, hop on rmhc-swo.ca uh, and there's an icon on our front page which will link you right to our event site 
Um, or you just give us a call at the office and ask them for Jenny and then have a chat and we'll, we'll get you registered up. But there are a few spots left and we'd love to have people come out and like you said, try something new, try something different, all the while supporting the families at the house. And Taylor, are we still looking for volunteers for the event? How would people get a hold of you uh, if they want to help out if they can't get a team together? Yeah, for sure. Uh, our, our golf tournament there that we just ran had about 50 volunteers or so at it. Um, you know, golf for helping to support golfers out on the holes and food stations and helping with raffle and things like that too. Uh, Clay's looks a little different. You know, it's not as uh, volunteer heavy just for the, the safety talks and the um, kind of training with the firearms and things like that. So we can't bring in as many volunteers. A lot of those are being provided to us from the Kremlin Sportsman Association. Uh, but we do need a, a select few um, helping out with things like registration or lunch or things like that. So I'm working with Jenny on what the schedule might look like. But yeah, if you're interested in, in helping out um, that isn't playing in the event, we can certainly grab your contact info and we can chat there. If, uh, if you're looking to get involved. So yeah, um, reach out to Jenny or, or check us out on the website, as she mentioned, and we can kind of put you on the list and let you know if we need you. Now, what kind of other events uh, do you hold throughout the year to help support the house? I know before we started, Jen and I were talking about Show Your Stripes. Yeah, so... Um, I'll start Taylor and, and you can fill in or you can start how you start I feel like I've been talking the whole time I'll, I'll do my best I'll, uh, I'll start it off and then if I miss anything you let me know but yeah. fair enough. show your stripes uh this is year two I believe year three um so it's a campaign we, we run in the fall and into the winter time um, just to get out in the community and kind of spread the love. We have houses located in London and in Windsor, um, but this Show Your Stripes is our opportunity to kind of get out into the communities where we serve um, families. So places like Chatham-Kent, uh, Sarnia-Lampton, Huron-Perth, um, kind of getting out into those um, larger Southwestern Ontario communities to let them know that we're their local charity and you can support families from your hometown. Uh, we sell socks and hats and scarves. Uh, we've got a neat little surprise this year of a new merchandise item. There's mittens too. And it's just kind of encouraging the community to buy some striped swag and show it off and let everybody know that you're supporting RMHC families. Yeah, absolutely. It's it's a bit of a brand awareness campaign, right? And and letting people know basically what Taylor said out in those communities that those are the folks that actually use our house, right? It's not the London folks that use our house. They might use our family room in the hospital, but it's it's bringing that awareness to those outlying communities that that are the ones that use us um, and letting them know about what we are and what we do and on the services we provide and and we've partnered with uh, our friends at at uh, our local mall here White Oaks Mall and we're we're hoping to do a pop-up shop in there we're going to hit the different uh, McDonald's locations and and sell our stripes from actually we do it out of our out of the back of our our, our Ronnie van um, which is kind of cool it's almost like one of those boots right and, and you're out there and and you do that and we have a really neat um uh, 
scavenger hunt that we're going to be launching soon. It's really um, a way to get involved, um, social distance yourselves to be involved in this and, and really get out there, show the community how much you love us, put those stripes on and wear them proud and, and really just show, show your stripes and, and support the house and, and build that awareness within um, your community for the families at our house. Now, do people just go directly to rmhc-swo.ca to purchase their stripes, whether it be the socks, the hats, the mittens? Great question. So we're going to be at all the different McDonald's locations within Southwestern Ontario uh, in our catchment. We're going to go all the, I think we're going all the way up to Owen Sound, hopefully, as, as, as far as we're going to get up there. Um, but you can absolutely um, pick it up when we are at one of our locations. Uh, you can stop by if you're local or surrounding, stop by White Oaks Mall and pick it up. Or you can link on to our site, which you um, touched base on, and then it'll link you to our shopping page and we can get stuff sent out to you. So it's it's really, they're available all over the place. Um, just get on that website and check us out, check where we'll be. If you haven't uh, connected with our social media, connect with us that way and, and we'll be letting people know where we're going to be and when and uh, if you're in that area pop on by and pick up those stripes I love it I was gonna give anything else to add to that yeah yeah I was going to mention we uh so Giving Tuesday is a campaign kind of known internationally um and it's a day after American Thanksgiving so November 30th and it's after um, kind of the Black Friday season of holiday shopping and all the sales and everybody going out and finishing up their holiday shopping, Giving Tuesday is kind of recognized as a day to give back after you just went and purchased a whole bunch of sale items. So we're, we've got a, an event in the works potentially for that Giving Tuesday to kind of kick it off and, and launch it and show some more support. So I, I don't want to say too much. We've got some things in the works but yeah as Jenny mentioned if you follow us at RMHC SWO Facebook Instagram Twitter we're on LinkedIn too if uh your business pages want to give us a, a follow and see what we're up to um we've potentially got some exciting things happening Tuesday November 30th well it sounds like I'm just gonna have to get you ladies back on the podcast in November to talk about what's gonna go on then we just had a little tidbit dropped on the show here I love it we would that love to join more you more excitement coming it does not stop I mean even even from there if I can touch really briefly uh Taylor you've got your holiday auction that will be uh happening right before Christmas so you know what shop from home shop from the comforts of your home Taylor's support local. you got it you got it taylor's going to have an incredible uh christmas auction happening uh in the month of december and uh that's again another way to support whether you want to donate an item to put in our auction for others to bid on or if you want to bid on auction items yourself to help support the house I'll, I'll pass it to you, Taylor, but uh, you might have dates and, and some stuff that I'm, I'm not sure if we've solidified those yet, but that's another huge fundraiser that we do. And it's, it's right before the holidays. So why not shop from home, pick up your Christmas gifts and, uh, and support an incredible cause like Ronald McDonald House Charities. Yeah, we all shop at home. Stop giving Jeff Bezos money and ignore Amazon and call Taylor. <laughs> 
do it. I'm yeah. Give me a call. I will hook you up. Yeah. The the online holiday auction uh, happened for the first time last year. Again, with that switch in the COVID world, we just went online and said, "Hey, we'll throw together an online auction," um, and it was pretty darn successful for year one under our belt. So we are making it a year two thing for right now. So it's crazy that it's August. And we're talking about the holidays, but you know, that's the way life is these days. So uh, soon enough, I'll be starting to look for auction items and support through that. As Jenny mentioned, it's uh, a two week kind of time frame, end of November, early December. You're able to, to get online, place your bids. You'll get some texts when you get outbid or some emails saying, hey, new items are up. Um, but yeah, a chance to support local, shop local and give back to uh, your local families too. I love it. I'm so excited to see what kind of Christmas items and holiday items we're going to have to bid on, get some shopping done, support a good cause, support local. I mean, it's just win, 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 win across the board. There you go. Caitlin, you have to do us a favor and make sure, promise us that you're going to pull over when you hear those uh, outbid notifications. Now that I know that they text you to let you know you've been outbid, I'm going to slam on the brakes and be like, no, I'm next. (laughs) Pull over as you're doing that, please. (laughs) Oh yeah. I'll use my blinker and make sure no one's behind me. I'll check my, I'll check my mirrors. Question for you too. How's that uh, polar bear dip uh, coming along for you? We're coming. We were actually able. So for those who don't know, and if you're listening and you don't know, you're clearly listening to your first ever episode of Desks and Dusters. I am looking to raise $5,000 with PBJ Cleaning Depot this year. And if we do for Ronald McDonald House Charity Southwestern Ontario branch, I will be polar plunging next January 2022 into Lake Huron. We have held two incredible COVID-friendly events. We did a virtual wine tasting night and we did a bottle drive so far. So we are still looking for generous donations, but it is going well. We are super happy to be working alongside with Ronald McDonald House Charities. I mean, Jennifer, you mentioned if people can pay the $12 a night they or you help them out, you know, people are sitting there going, wow, 12 bucks a night, that's a pretty good deal. Yeah, if you're staying a week, but I've met people who stayed at Ronald McDonald Houses for nine months, for a year. I know people that stay every now and then and are frequent flyers of the house and have frequent flyer miles, unfortunately. And that's just a very unfortunate situation but it does add up and everything you guys do is so incredible. So if there's any ways that we can help, that's what we want to do. So thank you for asking about that, Taylor. And we are super excited here at PBJ to get more involved with Ronald McDonald House Charities. When you guys come to here on Perth area, we would love to meet up at the McDonald's here in town in Listowel or in Hanover, where our second new location that's opening is going to be. And we would love to meet you guys. We'd love to get our own stripes on, have a stripes day here at PBJ, maybe do some in-person media with you guys that day. Let everyone know what day they can pick up their stripes. So we are so happy to be working with such an amazing organization. And I'm so happy that Ronald McDonald House Charity Southwestern Ontario. Wow, that was a tongue twister there. Has two amazing people like Jen and Taylor that get to work for them and just do such incredible things. Well, we're the lucky ones. You're too sweet. Ladies, thank you so much for joining me here today. I am so excited. 
We're definitely getting back together late October, early November to talk about how Clays for Kids went and what this new event coming up is that we learned about. I'm super excited to get this unfolding. So a little bit of a nail biter until then, but we're going to just have to wait patiently and see what's going on. Excellent. Well, we're, we're happy to meet back up with you and, and definitely uh, the burgers are on us when we, when we head out that way. Oh, I, I will hold you to that. Thanks so much, Caitlin. Thank you, ladies, so much. Take care. Thank you so much, Jennifer and Taylor. As you guys can tell, they're definitely more than welcome back anytime they would like. And we are going to have them back this year, especially to talk about that little secret event that's going to be coming up and to see how Clays for Kids went. All right, everybody, that's all the time we've got for today. We will see you right back here on Desks and Dusters next Wednesday. Have a good one. Smile. Pull the door open for someone. And I hope you have a wonderful week. Be sure to catch Desks and Dusters on all your favorite podcast platforms like CastBox, Apple Podcasts, and Spotify. Join us for Desks and Dusters, through PPJ Cleaning Depot, every other week.